Hey everyone, here is another show, another master show. If you are following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, maybe Twitter or uh, Facebook, then uh, I'm really happy to have you here. So basically today in this show, I will uh, show you two software tools that I think it's uh, really important to know about in 2022. Also, I will show you a company a service company that can help any US-based e-commerce businesses. And then I will dive deeper into some uh, Q&A and also I will show two of my favorite quotes to you. That being said, this show is sponsored by Budai Media. Budai Media is a fully remote e-commerce focused retention marketing agency. In the last three years, Budai Media worked with more than 100 e-commerce clients and generated an eight-figure extra revenue for these clients. If you want to check out their website, go to thebudaimedia.com and just send an email or actually you can just drop a message to me on any of my social media channels if you are interested to work with us. Let's start with the software tools. So the first tool that I want to mention is called uh, VideoWise. And uh, now we are coming out with a new playbook. It will be called Playbook 2022. And uh, we will talk about social commerce and how much it's been increasing recently. And in the last years, we could see a tremendous growth of social commerce and simply people, especially young people, they don't want to go to a website to buy. And what they really want is uh, they spend their time on social media and they want to buy right there without uh, leaving the platform. With video-wise, though, you cannot do it, but what you can do, you can connect your store, your Shopify store with uh, social media channels, with uh, TikTok and YouTube and Instagram or you can use your uh, own videos, you can upload them into a library and you can use these videos on your uh, product pages and basically anywhere in your Shopify store. Yeah, basically I just wanted to show this graph. I think I showed this to you a, a few weeks ago in one of these uh, shows. Basically people were asked, managers, CMOs, marketing managers of e-commerce companies, they were asked what they can see as an upcoming trend and what they expect to be a huge trend in the next one year and in the next five years. And uh, with yellow, you can see the next five years with this uh, blueish color or purple, uh, you can see what's really upcoming in the next 12 months. And the rise in uh, social commerce is top four. So it's definitely here. And uh, yeah, this is um, an ana the analytics, the analytical tool of VideoWise. But what I really want to show you here, so there is this tool, VideoWise. It's still a really new company. This was uh, founded a bit more than one year ago uh, by uh, Claudio, who worked at Facebook and Uber before. So he has some really solid experience with uh, design and uh, how to build the product in general. Um, so basically, video-wise is uh, only for Shopify and Shopify Plus at the moment. And as I said, you can upload these uh, videos uh, into a library or uh, you can connect your social media accounts and you can use these videos on different Shopify pages. Uh, it works both on mobile and desktop. Why we really love this? Because it really increases conversion rate. So one of the numbers that uh, Claudio, the founder, told me on the average, if you have 250,000 website visitors, you can increase your revenue by $20,000.
So almost by 10 cents per visitor, if you use this tool. And I think that's amazing. And they charge a ridiculously low fee. So 49 uh, US dollars per month and 2% of direct sales attributed to this tool. What does it mean, direct sales? So if somebody can see this video and they click the add to cart, they check out and they buy, that's a direct sales. However, if they click and watch the video and then they leave the video and let's say they buy one minute later uh, on the product page or somewhere else, it's not a direct sales. So you are not charged because of that. It can help your store both with uh, direct sales, but also with engagement and uh, basically indirect sales. You can uh, connect all of these platforms and you know you can upload all of your videos yeah so this is the analytical tool i think uh, it's still a young company but uh, they did a great job to have a really solid analytical tool of uh, video wise and you can check the watch rate uh, how many people completed the video to watch uh, the breakdown of the visitors simply how many videos uh, were watched how much, uh, you know, edit time was uh, on the site. And uh, yeah, you can see conversions, the top pages, top videos. So yeah, I think it's a really solid tool. And if you go to pricing, you can see that uh, the cheapest, the starter package, the smart package is around 50 bucks per month, plus some commission. And if you want to get more professional, then uh, it's around $200. So this is video wise, check it out. I highly recommend this to everyone. And now let's uh, jump to the next company that I want to share with you. So Free Cash Flow is uh, a really uh, great company, I would say. Um, they are based in California, US. And simply, I just cannot emphasize enough how important it is to have a solid accountant and a tax advisor. I know it's really different in every country. So I cannot tell you what, how to do this in the UK, in France, in Italy, in China, in Australia, whatever. But I know more than half of our listeners here, they are based in the US. So now I just, uh, I'm just focusing on this market. And if your business is registered in the US, uh, even if it's not e-commerce, but even if it's an agency or some, you know, some other kind of business, then check out free cash flow. Alan and uh, his co-founder, they do an amazing job. Uh, they save not just time for business owners, but uh, also money. And uh, a few weeks ago, we had a podcast interview together. And uh, I just want to mention two things that you can do. And probably uh, so far, you didn't even realize. So one is uh, if you don't have a business yet, but you are thinking about starting one then there is a startup uh, tax deduction, which is maximum $5,000. So even if you don't have a business registered yet in the US, but you are thinking about starting one and uh, you are a US citizen, then you can use $5,000, up to $5,000, you can deduct from your taxes as a uh, startup uh, tax deduction. And you can do use this money for any kind of research or pay for some software or maybe you want to pay a consultant or any type of you know mastermind and i think that's a great benefit the other one is home office deduction so you can use your home as an office 
And usually you can save somewhere between 1,000 up to $15,000 a year. So Alan knows it better. I don't want to say exact specific numbers. Also, it depends on where you are, in which state you are, and you know there are certain regulations. But that's the general range that uh, you can use as a tax deduction. So if you don't have a good accountant or a tax advisor, I highly recommend to reach out to Alan, or uh, if you want, I can connect you with him. And basically, he can help uh, merchants and agencies who use all of these tools who are registered in the US. And as you can see, they were in a few quite well-known shows with uh, the Beautify. We have a quite good relationship. I also know the Kronos Agency. I cannot recommend enough to have a great accountant and tax advisor and uh, check out free cash flow if you are registered in the US as a business. And now let's uh, jump to the third company, another software tool that I want to mention. So this is OptiMonster. I cannot doubt that I'm a huge fan of this tool. I remember I met these guys in uh, 2019 at the Traffic and Conversion Conference in San Diego. Actually, I think the sticker of their company is still on my laptop. So kudos to their team. And when I started uh, out my email marketing career in uh, 2018, then this was the first pop-up tool that I started using. And I never thought that I would still use this in 2022 four years later. And the only difference is that since then, in the last four years, I tried many other tools. I tried Privy, I tried Just You Know, Clavio has a pop-up editor um, nowadays, and I tried Optimonk, I tried, of course, Vilio, but I'm not a fan of it. I tried Shopify pop-ups as well. So, you know, um, you name it, I tried many, many. But still, I stick to OptiMonster. And uh, the reason why I'm a huge fan of OptiMonster, because there are so many customization options. So, you know, if you go to their homepage, you can already see it. There are so many ways to set up a pop-up. Actually, not all of them is a pop-up. So there is lightbox, lightbox pop-up, floating bars, gamified wheels, you know, all of these. And also... The design, what you can create in OptiMonster, I think it's really solid. Probably what I could uh, compare to OptiMonster is OptiMonk. I really like that design as well. But honestly, I don't think any other tools would compare to OptiMonster when it comes to design. Also, simply the user interface of certain tools are just really not easy to use. And OptiMonster is not the easiest to use either, but you know, this comes with functionality. So there are so many features, so many functions of OptiMonster that, you know, uh, that is a trade-off between, uh, between using it easily and, and having a software that is simple versus a richness of features. So I think OptiMonster is the best option here. Uh, that design is amazing. And the third thing that I want to mention is there are so many ways to trigger your pop-ups that, um, you know, I just really like that. So let's go through their uh, website and features quickly. So you can see, you can uh, add the content timers. You can add also dynamic blocks. So if you want, you can say that, hey, this is our Monday offer. And every time you can 
show them the current day, or you can play around with a lot of dynamic content to add to a pop-up. Their analytics is uh, integrated with uh, Google Analytics. So I think it's quite uh, dependable. You can uh, rely on their analytics. And now go to, let's go to the pricing. Reason why, because here you can see the richness of their features. So I just want to mention a few triggers and segmentational options that you can use here. So for example, there is UTM targeting, referrer detection, and also you can see where somebody comes from, from what traffic source they come, they come from. So you can set up different pop-ups based on the fact if they came from Facebook ads, Google ads, SEO, referral traffic, or anything else. You can also segment people based on location. I really like on-site on retargeting. So if somebody is a returning visitor, returning buyer, you can, and you know, you can separate these two as well. You can identify those people and you can show them different pop-ups. One of my favorite things that we really like doing um, in my company is setting up a different pop-up for returning visitors. You can give them a stronger incentive, a more VIP level incentive. And usually those people, they buy much more frequently than first-time visitors. Uh, I'm just, you know, reading my list here. Purchase history you can identify that because OptiMonster has a Klaviyo and Shopify integration. Previous URL, uh, returning visitors, I already said that. Inactive time spent on the website. So if your co cursor doesn't move for like 20 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever, you can set it. Then you can also show people, show those people a pop-up. Um, geolocation targeting and ad block detection. I think that's really smart. They also have exit intent pop-ups and on desktop, it's really useful. Exit intent technology and scroll depth. So it's particularly useful for articles, for blogs. If you want to show a pop-up to those people who scrolled, let's say at least 50% of an article. So this is the main reason why I really like OptiMonster. It has a huge list of different features that you can use besides you know, great design that you can create in the software. Uh, it's relatively easy to use it. And simply there are many ways to trigger a pop-up and I think that's just great. And one more thing that I really like, so you can set up a multi-step pop-up, which means, and I think you cannot do it in Klaviyo and many other software tools. If you want, you can set up not just a regular pop-up and then people subscribe and there is a thank you image, thank you window, but you can set up three or even four, I'm not sure about it, but for sure you can set up three modal windows. In the first window, you say that, hey, do you want to subscribe? You will get this and that. Yes or no, people can click the button. If they click yes, then there is a second modal window. You can, uh, or the visitor can leave his uh, email address there. And then if it happens, then there is a thank you page. It is better than simply just two modal windows because the conversion rate is almost always higher. We A-B tested a lot. If you use three model windows for a pop-up, not two, then you know your conversion rate will be higher. And we can see conversion rates between 10, 20%, even higher than 20% for many stores. And I'm really confident about our pop-ups, to be honest. So, you know, I can see other agencies achieving 5%, even less, and they don't do a good job with pop-ups. OptiMonster is really good. 
and we achieve 10, 20% conversion rates. And that's just much more subscribers each month and much more money for the business itself. So let's continue with the Q&A. And I'm really happy about this because last week I posted this on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and more than 100 people reacted to this post. And I could really feel that some people, you know, they got emotional on this. They had some feeling of retro and, you know, just uh, remembering where they started from. And it just reminded me that being an entrepreneur, how hard it can be, especially at the beginning, right? Probably many young people know that or, or feel that. But once you start getting some track record after a few months for most people, some, you know, sometimes even years. So once you get some track record and you look back when you started and how you got started, I think that's just, uh, you know, that's just beautiful. Let's start here on Facebook. So I just asked people, how many years ago did you launch your first business? And then I got connected with a few folks and I think we were friends on Facebook, but actually we never really talked. So here's Matthias Tomasi, who has a Hungarian name, but actually he, he has some origins from Hungary, but he also has, he has an adventurous story and he shared his story about online pharmacies. And then there was this Hungarian guy, he wrote to me in a Hungarian when he was in uh, elementary, he was six and seven, then uh, basically he got some credit from his mother. And then from that credit, he bought some toys and he sold the toys in school. So actually that's very smart. And then we had some crazy guys joking around. But what I like the most really is uh, Jim Moore. I know he's crushing with his uh, e-commerce company and he... He's just launching his uh, SaaS company as well. I think uh, just now in uh, January. Yeah, his story is amazing. He started out in uh, 2002 with cell phones. He was uh, in prison for a while. When he came out, he joined the Warroom Mastermind that I highly recommend. I'm not a member of it, but I want to at some day. And now, you know, he jumped into e-commerce in 2019. And five years later, a bit less than five years later, now he's crushing it with e-commerce and, uh, and with his SaaS business. And I could also see Roop um, when he was 12 years old. Also a great story. And just as a side note, I think many people, many online marketers, they started with some, let's say, girls-related thing, playboy-related things as an entrepreneur. And I think that's fine, you know, Back in the old days when I wasn't even in marketing and uh, not, not even at the university. So back in those days, internet was just res less regulated and it was different. And then there is John, who is my first sales mentor. And I'm really grateful that uh, we started working together at the end of 2018. And now he's also crushing it with his uh, business. And then on LinkedIn, we had less conversations, but uh, yeah, there was some voting, you know, um, stuff. And uh, yeah, I can see that most people, they started more than uh, three years ago, but less than 10 years ago. And then there were others who were, you know, started just recently or even uh, 10, 20 years ago. So yeah, you can see the results here, but 
yeah, this gave me an opportunity to talk to a few entrepreneurs who started in the late 90s, early 2000s. And I, I really like these stories and learning from these. And it's quite inspiring for every young entrepreneur, I would say. So today I came here with two quotes. First one, the company that can spend the most to acquire a customer wins. This is a really famous saying in uh, marketing circles. And this is by Dan Kennedy, the living legend, I would say. And, you know, honestly, I cannot argue with this. So, yeah, um, or maybe I will. So, yeah, uh, if you have the most money to spend to acquire a customer, there is a high chance that you will win. However, counter argument here. So I still believe that creativity is huge nowadays it will be even bigger and even more important and you know money is important and a big budget wins in most cases but not always so if you are highly creative you understand marketing and you understand your audience your buyer persona better than your competitors even if it's a huge brand even if you know if it's a big corporation big, with a big wallet then still you can win and you know, you can outgrow your competition. And especially, you know, I can see these startups nowadays and even 10, 20 years ago. So we had Facebook, right? And uh, back then we had Google, let's say, and, you know, there were other big tech companies. There was Yahoo there. Also, there was, there was a MySpace and all of these other tech companies. But Facebook could still do it because they built a really solid community and there was a huge network effect there. And, you know, regardless of the initial budget, you know, they could grow like crazy. Or my other favorite uh, startup is Gymshark. So, you know, I think Ben started his company in uh, 2013, something like that, 2014. And he started it alone. And back then there was Nike, there was Adidas, there was Puma and all of these big brands. But he could still find a good niche and you know he could see the the need of the target audience and he knew that what this audience really wants and he found out a way how to serve them better than these huge corporations and even if nike is a 30 billion dollars company annually but gymshark could find a way how to grow fast without spending more than nike so I really think that this quote is true. However, in many cases, we can see the opposite happening. And I still believe that if you understand your target audience and your niche better than your competitors, you can still you know, compete with them and beat them in the end. And the next one is by Tim Ferriss. I really like this one. So what we fear doing most is usually what we most need to do. I think this is a huge one. and. I just want everyone to let this sink in, really. So think about your fears, what kind of fears you have, and think about not escaping it or, you know, not dealing with it or just ignoring it. Instead, just think about how you can face with this uh, fear that you have. And personal example, so probably my biggest fear is uh, deep water. I'm a terrible swimmer. And also I'm afraid of big heights. These two are my biggest fears, I would say. It's still on my list to learn how to swim properly and uh, diving. 
at some point. And the other one is big heights. So I just talked to a friend of mine who want to do some skydiving this year. Yeah, I'm really up for it. So if you have some fear, then that's the way to go. Because if you can destroy your fear and, you know, you can beat it, you can do something where you feel this fear, but you still do what you want, then that builds a massive confidence in your uh, personality. And I think that's when you, you know, leap to the next step. Last year, I uh, started running. I uh, ran first five kilometers, which is like 3.6 miles. And um, I started running more and more distances. I started running more frequently. At some point, I ran three, four times per week. And my end goal was to run a half marathon in August after like three months of preparation. And I did that. I ran a really good time compared to myself, compared to my first effort. And I got a medal. It's still on the wall. Uh, it's hanging there. And yeah, I just destroyed my fear. And now I'm ready to do the next one. I will do some uh, skydiving. And also I want to climb Kilimanjaro probably this year, which is the highest mountain of Africa. And these are my plans. So I really wish everyone to destroy your fears, face against them, and just do something where you feel this fear, but sti still you do it, whatever happens, regardless of your fear, because this will build a massive confidence for you and, and you will win. So this was the show today. I hope really enjoyed it as a recap. So every week I'm coming out with a new master show. And also we are having our podcast, the Ecom show. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitch, Google Podcasts, all, on all the major platforms. If you like it, then uh, please review us um, on these platforms. And if you want to work with Budai Media, my company, then go to our website, thebudaimedia.com. And uh, you can read more about us and how we work with our clients. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great evening.